You're listening to the Warrior World Book Podcast, Episode 6, How to Walk in Any Room and Own It. Today, I want to talk about how you can find the confidence, like actual steps uh, that you can take in order to be confident in any situation, walk in any room, and just be confident overall and know your stuff. You're listening to the Warrior Rule Book Podcast with me, Monique Harmon. I'm a God-fearing, bright fashion blogger, also known as Pretty Miki, where I share tips on how to activate that part of you that sets your soul on fire to fight whatever life throws at you. Come on, share your story with me. So I'm going to be really honest. It is very hard to walk in a room full of people that you may or may not know and just walk up and start talking to somebody. And I know that sounds really weird because a lot of people that know me, they're like, oh yeah, Mo is like so sociable and you know, she can become friends with everybody. Like I know it looks like that, but I still struggle with trying to form connections. And so that's why I'm constantly still, you know, learning from others and watching videos on like, you know, what are the best practices to network and, you know, form connections because every experience is going to be different. Like there are going to be some people that you click with right away. And then there's other people that you're like, wow, like I could have said this, like, like in retrospect, like just thinking of like what you could have said, um, to keep the conversation going and you're like, wow, it's a missed opportunity now. So it's just, it's a work in progress. Like you just have to constantly keep doing that. So like the first rule that I would say is to have a few firsts. And what do I mean by that? Try to find something naturally to break the record or something that's impressive, something that you can talk about without being boastful. For example, there are a few people that I look up to. One of the most notable people would probably be Diane Carroll. She was the first African-American woman to star in a non-domestic role. And so, you know, that that's a pretty big deal because growing up watching, you know, different shows, you would see black people like be in minor roles or supporting roles, never somebody that is like the star of the show. And I did a little research and I saw that Ethel Waters was actually the first person to have her own show back in 1939. So that was really impressive. And also a lot of people may have heard of the Jeffersons and Roxy Roker, who played Helen, was half of the first interracial couple on television. So a lot of these, um, you know, barriers that were broken by these women were really inspiring to me. And even for myself, I was a first generation college student. And even though they did have a registered student organization on campus for people who are first generation college students, I didn't take advantage of that. And so even with that, like you still feel alone when you're like going through something like that. But my parents didn't go to college. I don't think that anybody else in my family was a first generation college student before me. And so it wasn't like I could go to somebody in my family and be like, hey, like how was college? Or like, what do I do in this situation? What do I do in that situation? Like a lot of it, I had to like go out and actively find answers, whether it be on campus or asking some of my friends from church that had already, you know, started college or went through college, like how did that go? Just watching different videos to prep for school, to prep for college. So it's definitely a different experience when you are alone and you don't have somebody to give you that rule book on how to do certain things. You don't have anybody to really look up to because it's like, it's like you 
are by yourself and that's what it kind of feels like and just to go back over diane carroll and i recognized her from the tv show dynasty um, that came out i think in the 70s or 80s and what really struck me about her was that she was in like such a role of power and i immediately picked up on that it just shocked me that somebody you know so conniving and so ruthless was that character for a black person because black people were pretty much in submissive and in you know supporting roles they didn't really you know um win anything if that makes sense like win any like struggles they weren't participating in the solutions or you know winning an argument they kind of were like stuck in like a submissive role and to see somebody like come out of nowhere during I don't know what season but to see somebody kind of come out of nowhere and pretty much like I'm gonna take over Colorado like that just really like threw me off of my rocker and I could tell that it also threw off Alexis Carrington uh, who was played by Joan Collins. Alexis was used to like, dominating Colorado and trying to take over her children's lives and pretty much like take them from Blake. And so like just to see somebody else and a black person just come and you know she wasn't bothered by Alexis at all. She was like I can fight dirty too. And it's not to say oh everyone just be ruthless. No that's not what I'm saying at all. It's just to say the fact that she went for that role. Something that nobody was doing before her was just amazing to me. The reason why I liked her in that role was because of the power that she had. Like she didn't like you know try to like sneak in or she wasn't scared at all like she was just fearless and she was just you know she knew her stuff and she you know she pretty much knew how to play the game so I thought that that was pretty interesting whoa pause I'll jump right back into the topic I'm discussing with you but first I want to tell you about one of my favorite brands modesty is very important to me and culture hijab helps me accomplish this every day with their variety of headscarves they come in unique colors materials and sizes I love the premium size which gives me more material to style my favorite hijab looks just some of the hijab materials they sell are cotton printed jersey and suede which is perfect for fall go to culturehijab.com and use my unique code for my listeners monique 10 to save 10 percent on your first order today again that is m-o-n-i-q-u-e 10 and save 10 percent on your first order happy styling some quotes that she had said about the show the first one that struck me was when Aaron Spelling who was a television producer and a film producer when his people reached out to her and said how do you want us to write your character in the show and she said forget that she is a female forget that she's a black person and write it exactly the way you would write it for a rich white man that wants to continue being successful someone that's ruthless and so like that just kind of blew my mind because I was like wow okay so that was pretty much the inspiration for her character then at the American Black Film Festival a few years ago she was given the Legacy Award and she you know praised that type of event because she hadn't seen anything like that before and so like you know just a award ceremony just you know, to celebrate black people, which is pretty amazing. Um, and so she said when she was beginning her career, people or critics would ask her, you know, what is she doing? Why is she doing that? And she said that she didn't know, like she just felt strongly about something and that she wanted to try it because she did bring up a good point, like saying, um, you know, there's no return ticket. Basically, 
you like once your time has like gone you know not even just talking about death but like once you get to retirement age you can't just go back especially in an industry with film and acting and singing you can't go back and just try to pick up that missed opportunity it's like once you reach retirement or death like you're done Um, people they're not going to be calling you to do certain things they're not going to be calling you for gigs and stuff like that because like your time is done they're going to give it to somebody that's younger that's more full of promise and so that really stuck with me and that just really encouraged me you know to keep doing what I'm doing because it's like I just want to live my life with no regrets that's something that I keep saying in my podcast episodes because it's so true like I do not want to be you know, I don't want to grow old and be like wow I wish that I did that I know I want to be able to say I did that and like it was great or I did that and it failed but I found something else to do so that's why she's like really an inspiration to me and even somebody more recent like Taraji P. Henson who plays various black women in power um she started in one of the uh one of the recent movies uh Hidden Figures as Catherine C. Johnson who is still alive by the way Johnson was one of the first African Americans to work as a NASA scientist and her calculations of orbital mechanics were critical to the success of the first subsequent U.S. crewed space flights so just seeing Taraji like play her like so well and so accurately um was really inspirational to me and I know that Taraji's really adamant about you know women in power women in business women in you know high achieving CEO type level of business and position so I really she's one of my favorite actresses and Hidden Figures was a great movie so like all of these women I have looked up to as far as being the first to do something and how they face challenges and even though their challenges aren't my challenges they're still very encouraging for me to pursue my own dreams and be the first to do something great I would definitely say you want to have something that's notable something that people will remember about you when they meet you because you don't want to meet somebody and then they're, they're like yeah somebody might bring you up to them they're like who is that? Like you do not want to leave that type of impression. You want to leave the type of impression um, that says like, this is what I want you to remember about me. And here's how we can work together. The second rule I would say is research. Make sure you know your information. Something that I learned, you know, over the course of my journalism career is to research before you interview somebody. Research before you talk to somebody because you got to think about it. Journalists aren't the only ones that have interviews or they interview people. No, like when you are first meeting somebody, you're exchanging face or something that that like that's kind of what we learn in our communications class. Like people they want to make a good uh, first impression on you. So they may not show everything all at once, but they are going to show something that they want you to remember about them. So that way, the next time you meet them, you have something else to talk about it. It's just not like, hi, how are you? Like, no, if you want to form a connection, you want to know about the person that you're talking to. And you also want them to know something about you as well. So you want to be able to walk in a room and talk to somebody and already have like a talking point. And I'm not saying be a stalker, stalk their Instagram pages, stalk their Facebook pages. Like, no, just try to find something. Like, even if you're talking to somebody that might be a mutual friend or something of that nature and just, you know, see what they're up to I mean you might glance on their social media and see like oh this is something I can talk about but I'm not saying like you know stalk through weeks and weeks and weeks of stuff that they've done because that would be really creepy but you definitely want to do your research that way you're not just like oh tell me about yourself like you do not 
want to do that that is highly embarrassing definitely do your research so that way like like let's just say for example you hear an author is coming to town and they have this like amazing book imagine if you walked to that event and you the first person that talked to you was the author and you're just like hi how are you doing tell me about yourself like imagine how that would make you cringe and how that would make the other person cringe because the author is thinking like well why did you come and you know nothing about me like they, if anything they should be asking you about you like what made you come to their event so you definitely want to make sure like you know about the book you've read some chapters even if you didn't read the entire book but you want to make sure that you know what's going on because the worst thing you can do is walk to an event and you have to ask all the questions that you should have known before you got to the event. I will also say dress the part. So when I say that, you want to wear something that I wouldn't say like it exudes confidence, but just something that you feel confident in. So a couple of my favorite outfits might be like a floral dress because like I think that's a great representation of my personality like floral and girly so I may wear that like if I'm going to a very important event. I love my newsprint t-shirt so it looks exactly like a newspaper. I love it. Um, of course I'm not going to wear that to you know a banquet event or an interview but like if I'm if I am meeting somebody for the first time and I'm going to like a small gathering or like some sort of social gathering that's kind of casual yeah I would put that on because I want people to know like boom she's a journalist I want them to know like you know I'm very invested in news I love talking to people so that might be a, a great conversation piece so just kind of you know whatever role you're in whether it be a job or it be a social gathering you need to wear something that reflects you because I love fashion and so I love complimenting people on their fashion be like yeah I like how you put that together or you know wow where did you get that from like that's a great dress that's a great shirt so definitely dress the part attitude oh yeah so another rule would be try to mingle and talk to a few people like you don't want to just kind of talk to one person and then you're on the wall for the rest of the night that's no fun and I definitely still uh, struggle with this because I went I actually went to a book event for my friend um so that that was why I had a great example but you know me I did my research and everything so I wasn't in the bad case scenario um but my friend she had actually released a book and I went there and you know I talked to her she was the first person I saw and so we already have this connection we already been talking about her book I you know I constantly engage um, with her on social media about her book. So I, I really could skip the step of researching because I already had a personal connection with her. But yeah, I talked to her. I talked to a few other people um, that are helping like sponsor her, her product, her books and stuff. So like, through her and through meeting them like I already had a conversation part because I had already met them in the past as well they just didn't know like what I looked like because I had talked to them on the phone first and so I wasn't completely like just hugging the wall the whole night and then I saw a co-worker there so you know it was really fun just being there and engaging and supporting her definitely see if you have any mutual friends that are going with you to events because that can help break the ice and you all can like exchange information about you know who you are um and you know what you do that kind of like thins the ice or breaks the ice so I would definitely suggest that um I would also say you know be warm like we kind of some some people kind of have the tendency to walk in a room and feel like you know everybody's against you but that no like you, you you know you feel like it's it's me versus them and it's not 
like that at all in all cases unless you already know somebody that's going to be there that is going to be against you that's a different situation but I'm talking about you know just going somewhere for the first time just try to you know talk and you know say hello and uh you know maybe like what brought you to this event that's a good conversation starters or you know even if you have to google some conversation starters if you have like literally nothing to talk about I would do that as well um, but yeah, just be warm, have a positive attitude and look at the person and be like, wow, we can potentially be friends. Like just kind of go in with an open mind. Don't go in, you know, thinking it's going to be a failure. They're not going to like me or anything like that. Cause like granted some places that I do go, I don't make friends with everybody cause I'm kind of introverted sometimes, but you know, if you don't get any numbers or any business cards or anything like that or there's no potential to work in the future fine but it's more practice I see it as more practice uh, for networking with somebody that can potentially be supporting you or you can be supporting them or a nice connection so always keep an open mind that's what I would say so thank you guys for listening to the warrior rulebook podcast and stay tuned for more episodes bye thank you so much for tuning in to the warrior rulebook podcast if you like what you heard Share it with a friend and join me over at the Warrior Rulebook Podcast Insider Group on Facebook. And don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more tips on how to be resilient in this world.